0: This is Amstigator, a podcast founded on purpose, but focused on the path to get there. Experience is the best teacher, right? And in this season of Amstigator, we're going all in on female perspective of women and wisdom as we answer one specific question. What's the lesson here? Welcome back to Amstigator. I'm Lauren Lowry. This episode is... For everybody, and I mean everybody because it touches on some really big real life stuff around manifesting, saying yes to abundance and yes to your highest path and really how you do that because there's some real elemental things that have to happen first. Amanda Merritt is going to take us on this journey today. She is an intuitive business coach. She works with people one-on-one and trains and certifies spiritual coaches and then also connects female entrepreneurs through her mastermind. I mean, she does a lot. This whole episode is like throwing gasoline on your big dream fire, okay? You're going to be so fired up about what your intuition's been telling you. And my greatest hope is that this episode gives you the courage to completely embrace your soul prompts and then... Never look back. Amanda shares her personal experience of a massive awakening she had well over a decade ago, and then how she realized she had created her own just yucky, limiting patterns. And she gives so much advice in this episode that's truly worth writing down, like how to know when you're being guided somewhere completely new, or how to shift crisis moments into opportunities that reveal purpose, or even what steps to take every morning to manifest your higher self. There's just so much good stuff in this episode. I just can't wait. Amanda also helps you know you are alive to do something really big. And if you're listening to this podcast, I know you feel it too because you were guided to this. So before we get started, there is a bonus for this episode. Amanda recorded a partner visualization to this. I knew it was something that you would want quick access to to come back to over and over again because quite frankly, I've already been doing it. It'll be a refresher for you when you need help seeing and then really visualizing that path that you just feel deeply is calling to you. So you'll find that, again, bonus visualization. It's right next to this episode. It's episode 55, and it's for your highest good. So here's Amanda Merritt with the lesson, we're not settling. I feel like we need to take a collective breath right now. Not just me, and not just my little community of people, and not just my friends, and not just my family, and not just my coworkers. I feel like everybody is in this place right now. And when I had that realization of like, can we just take a freaking breath? I think I think everyone is on the precipice of losing their effing minds. Mm-hmm. And are you feeling that? Can I mean, we just like talk about where the world yeah. is right now?
1: <laughs> let's talk about it, but let's take a breath in together. Yeah. And everyone who's listening and watching, take a breath. Ah. <sighs> And just sigh better. it out. Yeah. Let it go. Better. Relax your nervous system and just show up to this conversation and mm-hmm. just be. I'm just ready. Right. I'm and rest so ready. and be. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, we've been taught to go, 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 grind, hustle, go. And that's what makes us worthy. Worthy of the raise. Worthy mm-hmm. of the abundance. Worthy of the money. Worthy of the love when we're doing something. And that is starting to crumble. Yeah. And that's more of the masculine, which we still need the doing. We still need that energy, Yeah, we always need, yeah, right. But the collective is starting to come more in harmony with the feminine, which is the being. Mm. And understanding that it's so much more powerful to show up and do when we're focused on how we're feeling and being. And we can't ignore how we're feeling. So everyone, a lot of people have been feeling emotional the last couple of weeks. And, you know, we go through cycles, ebbs and flows. And when emotions come up, we're taught, what? To put a mask on, right? to shove them under a rug. Right, don't let people see you
0: cry. Don't even, yourself, don't even cry.
1: Right, and that it's, there must be something wrong with you if you're sad. Mm -hmm. And the thing is that, because I know you and I have talked about this, because the way the earth is changing and evolving, we're all waking up spiritually to understanding that there's more to this life than just what we see with the physical eyes, that we're all on a soul journey, a spiritual journey and when we emotions come up even to just awaken us to a different self a different life they're pointing us towards something they're cleansing us sometimes of old versions of ourselves you know yeah. they're bringing things to our awareness there's so much i could talk about it and we don't want to shove those down right you know the other day i just moved here to nashville <laughs> I know, like in the last few yeah. weeks which this is a crazy story of how we met we'll get into it but please. yeah we just met about a month and a half ago, I picked up and I moved to Nashville from Manhattan Beach, California, which is uh, right outside of LA. And on a whim, I, I, on my vision board was a new house in Manhattan Beach. Mm-hmm. It was not a place in Nashville. And, you know, I felt pulled to come to Nashville a few times. So I knew there was going to be something for me intuitively. I knew, uh, but yeah, I, I woke up one morning. That's, I guess, another story for later, <laughs> but <laughs> no, it's for here now. I am. But what I wanted to say with this is the other day I had I hadn't missed California at all since I left. I was so excited to be here. It's been amazing here. And the other day I had a moment of sadness come up I'm like, what is this? Where's this coming from? And I felt like a longing for home like yeah. for California, cause that was home for six years, not yeah. my home home, but it was my home for six years. And I had a moment. I just let myself feel it. I'm like, why am I sad about this? I haven't yeah. felt sad, but instead of judging myself, instead of going into stories or, Oh, maybe I'm supposed to move back. Mm-hmm. I sat, I let myself feel it. And then I woke up the next day and it was gone. But I know that sometimes these things come up because we're transmuting old fears or an emotion or even grieving a past self. And I know that when I abruptly moved, it changed the timeline for my life, right? It it changed certain people I'd meet, certain experiences, and it pushed me in a whole different direction. So sometimes we're even just grieving an old version of ourselves that we're being called to let go of. And a lot of people are feeling that right now, especially because we are being pulled in this new direction to step into our leadership, to step into our truest self. And we can't do that. Hanging out hanging out right. with the old energies, right. right? Exactly. And so we're feeling yeah. all of this stuff. We're feeling
0: it. We don't know what to do with it. Yeah. We don't know where to put it. And and the old programming would say, shove it down, don't deal with it. But there's so much power in just allowing yourself to feel the freaking feels. You're just yeah.
1: feel what you feel and allow it
0: without judgment.
1: Right. And it's okay. It really is okay. Yeah. And again, sometimes our emotions are pointing us somewhere. And by feeling the anger, the frustration, the sadness, the doubt, it's actually calling you into something greater mm-hmm. by letting yourself, hmm, I wonder why, let me get curious as to why I'm feeling this way. What What is this leading me toward? Yeah,
0: I feel like curiosity you know? is the key of all of it, right? Because yeah. I, I think it took me getting older to realize I've always known the way. I've always felt the right decision. Or I've always felt when I'm around someone who's not right for me, you know, they're, they're probably a perfectly fine person. They're not okay for me. And I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm going to use air quotes safe, not in terms of like physical safety. I'm saying like my energetic, I cannot be around this person. It's not safe for me. I have to set a boundary. I've always known that. And the truth is, I think all of us have always known that. And now we're at a time, the older we get, or at a time where it's like, you got to listen to that. Mm-hmm. You cannot stop mm-hmm. it. You cannot continue ignoring these kinds of nudges and pushes to a certain area of where you need to be. So right now, going back to what we were talking about of like, where are we right now? Everyone is feeling this. Like, what is happening? It's that stuff that you've been feeling yes. coming up now. And yes. you, this this is the time to deal with it stop ignoring it. So whatever it Mm -hmm. is, if you're listening right now, whatever it is for you right now, this is the thing. Start dealing with it. Start allowing it.
1: Yeah. Well, it's like we're at a point in our Earth's Again evolution and everyone waking up to understanding that there's more. We're Mm -hmm. meant to experience more joy and peace and bliss. And things are kind of crumbling and falling apart. And it seems like a hot mess out in the (laughs) world, but it's actually just coming up to be seen. To be transmuted, to be changed. Yeah. We can't change anything unless we acknowledge what's not working, and that's a part of it. And on an individual level, same thing. We can't make a change unless we acknowledge what's not working. And sometimes experiences happen in life to get our attention—rug pulls. We yes. talked about that. Yes. The, the rug pull to get us back on our highest path, because that's where we're all. Mo- that's what we're all meant and designed to move towards. Especially if you're listening to this. You are meant for more. You're mm-hmm. meant to experience joy in every area of life and be fulfilled in the work that you do, make a lot of money, have it all. That's what I'm gonna stand for. And we have to start listening to ourselves and following our intuition. Yeah. And understanding too, that when you feel an emotion also, just from a, you know, I te- teach a lot about energetics. And when we are raising our vibration up, any lower energies have to come up to come out. And mm-hmm. how do we transmute, Old dense energies, which is old fears, beliefs about ourselves, stories, yeah. old stuff Scarcities. that we don't even know. Scarcity, yeah, yeah lack. We f- we move emotion by feeling it and transmuting it, yeah. not sitting in it. Yeah, it has to come up and out. Yeah, so we to transmute an emotion, we're feeling it, and emotion really is just energy in motion. I forget who said that. Someone said that. I'm like, that's brilliant. Mm. It's just energy that wants to move and be in motion. So sometimes you can take a moment to sit and feel something, without creating a whole huge story about it, and just feel what's coming up for you, and it'll pass yeah. quick. Wow. But what happens is we stay stuck in them a lot yes. of times, and so it just sits there and marinates. Busters. Mm, oh, we it's marinate the worst. in our own crap. <laughs> 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 right. We we sit in our own stuff for sometimes longer than we need to. Yeah, And God. that's why these having these types of tools and understanding is it's a lot of it's people amazing. are struggling because they don't know they've we've never been taught these things. It's so you
0: <laughs> are an intuitive. Yes. You coach women and men to uh-huh. both. But I, I yeah. would like to say primarily women. But primarily. Whoever yes. comes to you who feels like an like an energetic match, uh-huh. you will totally coach. Talk to me about like this path to becoming an intuitive, how you knew this was the path for you and and how you just help people in that.
1: Yeah. Yeah, so I'm an intuitive coach. I support people from all over the world, so for anyone listening. And primarily my private clients, I take just a small handful now. At this point, it's shifted a lot over the years. And I support public figures and CEOs and entrepreneurs and people who are really changing the world in a big way. And they have a lot of influence and impact on the world, and I help them be their absolute best. I'm an intuitive, so I get shown things for people, uh, which is really exciting. But I'm also a coach, and in that is a lot of transformation. So when people come to me, they get a transformation. It's not just a... you know, a session to help them to feel better in this moment, it's like, oh breathe more.
0: Go breathe more, (laughs) go drink some tea.
1: Right, and that might be some of the guidance one day, but, but this is a full on rewiring. We're working on our mindset, right? We're there, I have all my clients meditating. We meditate in session together and it's a lot of energy work too and visual work. And they're working consciously, shifting mentally, emotionally, spiritually, and physically, all parts of the human to awaken their best self. And it's a commitment, it's a transformation and a commitment, but yeah. So I first came into this work actually through my own pain and struggle, which many of us have these rug pull moments to get, again, get our attention. Right. And for me, I was climbing the corporate ladder and I got promoted a bunch of times I worked in corporate staffing and I thought I was going to be miss CEO, you know, climb the ladder and whatever.
0: And <laughs> I got like
1: halfway through. And Knowing you now, I'm like, I can't see you. Oh, yeah. Walk through the halls in my pencil skirt, dressed oh. to the nines. <laughs> well, that worked, part
0: I can see. That part
1: you can see. Yeah. And, you know, yeah, I worked really hard. I, you know, I would work like 10, 12 hour days. I'd be at home answering emails to even in bed, sometimes at 10 p.m. I got to this point and I loved it. It's because I did really actually love it at first. And I was good at it. And I was Great at building relationships. I learned so much, which makes sense now looking back. Life was preparing me to lead my own business because mm-hmm. I have a team. I have people who work under me now. I'm hiring people. I, you know, I'm building my own thing. I have my own things, so it makes sense. I've, you know, life is always preparing us for right, what we're right, going to step into right. next, even when we have no idea what that is. Which, by the way, yes. it goes
0: back to what we were saying before. Yes. If you feel like the rug's being pulled out, you if you feel like d- yeah, are, things are happening to you, and you're like, "What the heck? Why me?" Because you're being prepared yes. for what's next, okay, and that is
1: so, so effing important to understand that. <laughs> you can cuss, you I say can, whatever you it's want. It's so fucking important. I love a good f bomb. By the way, people are like, "What? Did you just say? Didn't expect that?" I was like, "Well, what? you must not know me, because we're dropping them left and right." Um, it really helps get a point across. You yeah, know? I like it. Like, I like it. Gets the passion running. Um, so, so yes. Yeah, so during that time, what really drove me to seek spiritually was actually my dating life. So everything was popping in my career, but I kept attracting all of these emotionally unavailable men. Crappy guys, yeah. Crappy guys, and I was like a, fly strip for emotionally unavailable men it's like <laughs> just come on over like here I am all of you <laughs> and uh, it was painful you yeah, know it was painful because yeah. I'm like wait a second I have my shit together yeah I have a great career I take care of myself you're a great catch I feel <laughs> thanks and <laughs> why am I you know I have other friends and all these people that be in relationships yeah. I'm like why what's wrong with me yeah What's wrong with me? And it was really painful. And, you know, I grew up very shy, not confident, insecure, very shy. I've had to work on myself. People don't believe that these days. And I'm like, I have had a transformation about a million times over. (laughs) So if you can't, if you can't imagine that, like, it's because I'm not who I used to be. I'm always working on myself. But so in the throes of that, I was seeking answers, and you know it, it was miserable because it was the same pattern over and over and over again, getting ghosted, wow. and just I'm like, what is wrong with me? Yeah. And so ran to the bookstore and grabbed stacks of books, stacks of books. I remember Wayne Dyer books, yeah, Louise yeah. Hay, Gabby Bernstein, yeah, yeah. so many different books on self-worth. And Angels, I was always fascinated with Angels, which is a whole nother conversation. Yeah. And Law of Attraction, Abraham Hicks, I, well, I went did, in the pain. How,
0: how did you know to go there? Like, what in the bookstore? Yeah. Why did you go,
1: okay, this shelf, this place? What I drew was, you there? I was always fascinated with the unseen world. Okay. I always felt like... There was. I grew up Catholic. I'm actually no longer religious myself, but nothing wrong with that. It just didn't land with me because for me there was a knowing inside that God was just love, and that there wasn't one way. To me, it made no sense. There can't just be one way. There's not one way. That makes zero sense. So <laughs> there would just be one, only one way, right? So I and started- you found
0: another way. Right. Which shows that there's not just one way. Right.
1: There's, and there's many ways, right? That's one way. This is one way that, you know, and yeah. it wasn't, didn't work. For, I don't like rules. and I don't like people putting Girl, me in boxes. me and you both. So <laughs> I'm like, no one's going to tell me what to do. Nobody I'm puts me in a corner. <laughs> yes. And so out of my stubbornness, but I've always been fascinated. You know, I always believed in angels. I believed in a higher power. I believed that, I don't know, these. this mystical world always drew me in. Astrology I liked in the beginning a lot. And so i i went to a lot of intuitives for many years and i was just always fascinated with it and so that's kind of what just drew me and and so i started writing a blog i started to have a a massive awakening and transformation i realized i had been creating these patterns Mm -hmm. and i had to take full responsibility for it i didn't have that awareness before to know that my own beliefs about myself were creating this healing from my past past relationships even with our upbringing and things like that, that mm-hmm. we're unaware of. And I had a healing journey. I had to heal my, I had to choose a new mindset, new beliefs about myself. I had to rewire a new version of Amanda. Yeah. And when I did, things started to change for me in every area of life. Right. You know, like from manifesting different races in corporate and like pulling things out of thin air. I was becoming the creator of my own existence and reality, and I was healing the relationship with myself. How long did that healing journey take, and and how old were you when you started? Oh, my God. It's
0: ongoing. (laughs) The the, the bulk of it. The bulk of it. When did it start, and how old were you?
1: Yeah. So that whole phase started. I started writing my blog in the very beginning of 2013. So that blog started a decade ago. But before that, the fascination with angels and all that was like probably 10 years prior to that. It was just like a slow kind of no one was doing this work so I didn't have any examples at that time back in like college yeah. of any of this you know so um so it's hard to pinpoint that but the awakening really happened when I started reading all the books and that I think was around like 2010 ish 2011 ish and then I was at a party one night and a woman spotted me from across the party it was my friend's dad's uh, 60th birthday party or something. <laughs> Almost didn't go. And her and I started talking and we were just like magnetically pulled to yeah, each other. Yeah. And she looked at me. She's an intuitive. She, she said, you're a light worker. And I started crying. Oh, I didn't even... And did you know what it meant? Or no. were you like, what the heck does no. that mean? We talked all night in the in the back corner of the party and I, I cried. I bawled my eyes out because I knew what she was saying was true that I, it was like a switch turned on and I realized that I was here to do something bigger. And that's why I always felt so different. Mm. That's why I always felt like I was observing people, like I didn't belong. A lot of us feel that way. I felt like, why is everyone so dramatic on this? (laughs) Like everyone around me is like feeding into drama and they're just like, I I was extra sensitive to emotions and everything as a kid. Yeah. And I had this awareness and my life changed in that moment and I knew after that moment I was here to do more in the world and I ran with it in yeah. true man of fashion. I get an idea. I run. <laughs> I run like the wind and that's when I started my blog shortly after that as well. Uh, so all of this kind of happened around the same time and moment and. Yeah, it was really powerful for me. Can we talk about
0: lightworkers? How would you define lightworkers? What is a lightworker?
1: Yeah, there's certain souls who chose to incarnate before they came into this physical body. We chose to come to this planet to help it awaken. Yeah,
0: I love that. Yeah. Something you and I have talked about before, too, is like with lightworkers that um, they're everywhere. They're not in one industry. That's not male, female. I mean, it's just they're everywhere. Yes, everywhere. And the goal is to wake people up.
1: Yes. Uh, so even some music artists, there's artists that are here to share a message through their music, through their voice, through their songs. Some don't know it yet. Some don't know that that's going to be something that they're going to be pulled to be doing. But we're literally planted in every industry, TV shows, bars, nail salons, <laughs> grocery stores. <laughs> we're, we're everywhere. Yeah. yeah. Do you
0: feel like you've been able to have that kind of moment with another person the way that that woman has had with that woman in the past had with you oh my gosh have oh you like a told lot. other people like friend let me speak life and truth to you yeah tell me tell me about that what's mm-hmm. that like when you do that for someone else and the, i mean i'm sure the reactions different every time because it depends on the person
1: yeah yeah i've had many of those conversations in life and one well there's been many but I'll say there's one recently, uh, we met a a boy in his early 20s in a bookstore and actually helped him from a really uh, dangerous situation that he was in. And that's a whole nother long story. And it was just really divine how he was guided to, actually it was a crystal store. And I had a conversation with him and I, I told him, I'm like, you were guided here so that we could, one, support you and help you, but also he was such an angel. I looked in his eyes and I just saw... Like so much light in his eyes. And we connected after on social. And I I told him, I sent him all these messages. I'm like, by the way, you are so divinely protected. And also you are here to use this as your message to the world, the struggles Mm -hmm. you've been through and things like that. Like you are here to take that and to do something with it and to use it. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and he's like, I think you're right. You're like, I I know I'm right. I'm like, no, I know (laughs) I'm right. Yes, I know I'm right. And that's one recent example of that, and it's. I always just say this prayer, like sh- help take me where I need to go to help other people and have these conversations. I meet a lot of like-minded people everywhere I go. I it's something I put out there where I'm meeting other people who they already know that they are right, and we're connecting in a deeper way. Like you, you know, mm-hmm. sitting next to you at, at an yeah, event. That's so funny. We'll tell that story in a minute. Keep yeah. on your on your. Yeah, own. but yeah, there's so many of those conversations and. It's just showing up and being yourself, being authentic and just connecting with people. Mm -hmm. And normally there's some sort of awareness that many of us have that we are here to contribute in a bigger way. We have that desire to make the world a better place truly and not from this um, ego, not from ego and not from what other people want you to say. Oh, let's make the world a better place. Like, you know it in your soul that you came on this planet to change it. In some sense, right? Whether that's a product, whether that's a service, right? Whether that's your voice, your talent, your gift, a book, a song, yeah, something, or just your energy in itself, raising your children in a different way. I mean, it's an it's everywhere. Yeah, yeah. right. It is. I want to continue this conversation about light workers because I yeah. feel like I haven't had this conversation
0: on this podcast with anyone. So cool. I think it, it's uh, it's a, it means a rich vein. It's something that we can really get into. Um, let's talk more. I want to get more people into really listening to what they're going through and what they're feeling, and especially when they don't know what's up or down or what's next. What would you say to somebody who's, like, really in the thick of some yucky stuff and they know something's not right, but they don't know where to go? They don't know what to do. (laughs) What would you say is step
1: one for, like, trying to feel into their own intuition and what's next. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Meditation has been huge for me and just taking moments to show up for myself fully. So what I'm being shown right now with this is like learning how to show up for ourselves emotionally and be our own best lover. That's that first step for everything. Clarity comes when we're being our highest self, when we're focusing on, on ourself from within, uh, cause it's like, I'm getting this vision of we walk around as these, um. Uh, I want you to see yourself almost as like this ball of energy walking around and life is responding to us. And so the more that we focus on getting back here to center, which in those moments might be feeling what you need to feel and giving yourself a whole lot of love through it, right? How can you love yourself through all those uncomfortable feelings? Because the relationship that we have with ourselves and how we feel about ourselves is that literally, like, it is the the seed for everything else. Yeah, it's the
0: life force. Yeah. It, it's
1: the beginning of all of it.
0: I love how you're using this light, uh, this ball of light, because yeah. we can make our light, our ball grow grow and glow even brighter and bigger.
1: What you can do as that first step is take care of yourself. Mm-hmm. Give yourself what you need and understand that when things fall apart, as hard as this is to hear, if you know, some people have relationships fall apart for a reason. Some people have jobs fall apart for a reason. In fact, I had a huge pay cut before I jumped full-time into my business. The company went through a whole reorganization. All of my bosses were let go, so I had to take a different role on, and they changed. it was pretty much the same role, but they changed the title and dropped my pay, and I'm like, this is pretty much the same role. But that was and, what needed to
0: happen to push you out, Exactly.
1: Right? So that was that's what I'm saying is these rug pulls happen to get us back on our highest path. And because I was dragging my feet, growing my business, right. I, I was working on it, but this actually forced me to put all of my heart and energy into that. And I actually left six months after that point. That was the rug pull that I needed to get me on my highest path. How scary was it? And And when did it stop being scary? Oh, yeah, it was really scary because I didn't have any when I actually this could be a whole to, a separate topic. But I when I left my corporate job, I didn't have savings. Mm-hmm. I didn't have money saved. So you're like, I had big, Oh, God, I just activated my lady balls and took the leap. <laughs> I, lady balls. I really no, I re, <laughs> That's exactly what I did. I, I did. And I but I worked spiritually on trusting myself and trusting the universe and trusting that I would be I'm not telling you to please don't go do this and say, Amanda told me to do this, and now I'm like, I failed, I flopped, whatever. (laughs) It took me a while to get to a space where I knew it was time for me to leave, even though I didn't have anything set up for myself. And it was tough. That first year was really tough. It ended up being a very successful year where there were really, really scary moments. Like I had a moment I had a nickel in my bank account my first year full time. And then that ended up being a $20,000 month. And if wow. I would have given up, walked away, turned around, went back to corporate, I would have never known the success that was about to continue to unfold for me. So people, it's easy because people could look at me and say, oh, must have just been easy for her. And it uh, was yeah. not. I've been in the middle of – I've snot cried on my bathroom floor so many times. <laughs> <laughs> Ugly cried in the mirror. right? Like I had – all of the same um, moments, like, yeah. you know, <laughs> what did we say <laughs> yesterday on the phone? Paddling through a shit storm. <laughs> <Yes>. I've pad- <laughs> <I> paddled <laughs> through many a shit storm. And uh. the thing is, is that if you just keep going and you keep doing these practices and you keep showing up for yourself, you keep listening and you keep trusting, eventually you get led into a magical kingdom Mm -hmm. that's better than what you could have ever imagined and you get through it. And so looking back, all those moments when I thought my life was falling apart or things weren't working out, it was an impetus for me to step forward and keep trusting and having faith that I would be led, Yeah, that I would be led. And sometimes you have to just tie a rope and hang on. And, and you know, <laughs> just don't put
0: it around your neck. <laughs> don't do that.
1: Please don't do that. No, we're not going to do that. But you have to really trust source God. And for me, I brought back that word God into mm-hmm. my life because for a while I just used universe, and that's fine. I use them all interchangeably. Mm-hmm. But I reintroduced even myself with a relationship with trusting my higher power, and that I was being guided, and understanding that this purpose that was in my heart, it was going to be supported. Because why wouldn't it be? People needed this work.
0: Right, right. And
1: so I had to work on my confidence a lot. I had to work on that part of me that's like, of course, people need this, right? I had to work on that part of me that could believe in myself that I could do it. Because that's really half of it is believing that you can.
0: Oh, my God. Totally. Right.
1: And believing in yourself and believing that you're worthy of being supported and that you can figure anything out. Yeah, you know.
0: Yeah, that's how you describe that. Is how I describe this podcast. Um, Much of the same things of like having this head heart uh, disconnect, right? So like they're battling it out. Your heart is your head is saying you're being ridiculously dumb. You have a nickel in your bank account. Go get a job. But then your heart's telling you you're gonna be okay. Hold on. Mm -hmm. Just you're gonna be okay. Hold on. And that was the story for me starting this podcast too. Of like. You're being irresponsible. You're going to get sued for breach of contract. <laughs> like, why Why are you doing this? Don't yeah. do this. You're going to get ruined. And my heart was like. At peace. Totally at peace. Yeah. And kind of like almost like hold my beer, watch this, you know. <laughs> um, and it, it's just wild how everything has like taken shape. But even still, I had to make a decision to trust because I I have always and will always call starting this podcast a calling I, I will never not know I will not never know at some someday I will know why I was called to start all of this I know that I've set something into motion I don't get to see all of it yet yeah I don't get to see all of it yet but I know one day I'll be able to go oh thats this, connect, this is why so I I want to encourage anyone who's listening I had to realize that Failure after failure, lesson after lesson, rug pull after rug pull was all getting me to this moment Mm -hmm. where I would finally make the choice to listen to what I was being called to do. Yes. And I feel like your story has so much of that.
1: Absolutely. You're like, it is that. It (laughs) is that. And I think all of our stories do, as long as we keep going, just like you've been doing and trusting. And it's hard sometimes to trust when we can't see what's before us, but when can we ever see it anyways? right? Life is not scripted. So even for me in being very intuitive, I don't always get to see because we're creating with the universe in every moment. You can't predict the future. We're creating it. I don't use my intuition to try to predict people's futures. I use it to help them create the best one. Yeah. Let's talk about that
0: because I love, gosh, it's only been recently that I finally wrapped my mind around like the relationship between destiny and co-creation. Yeah. I, it had never i never fully understood it. it didn't make sense like it didn't fit in my cosmology like i just couldn't figure it out until i started having you know this whole experience in the last couple of years of like i'm being pulled to do this thing and this is undeniable i have to do this thing okay so then there's this destiny okay right i've got this destiny destiny's to create this thing all right all right i can i can feel that i understand that but then in the last, I don't know, six, eight months, I've started to work within this co-creation of like mm. the realization that there are multiple paths. Yes. And I get to choose not just one. If I want 10, I can choose 10. I can do whatever I want to do. The destiny point is the destiny point. I can just create however I get there. And that's that's yes. my view of co-creation. Yes. I want to hear your view of destiny and co-creation and how you would explain it.
1: Yeah. Well, I would agree with that. Is there certain things that we have, I believe we've signed up for before coming into this body and you, we get pulled there, right? Like, you know that you're meant to be speaking. You were pulled to, Mm -hmm. you know, be a news anchor for a reason. There's that calling inside of you to step up and to speak right now. It's ever evolving, but there's been this seed planted in your heart for a reason. That's your soul's path. You know, we're always following it sometimes when we don't even realize we're following it. Yeah. And then the switch turns on and then we understand, oh, we can create whatever we desire. And I believe, like you said, there's many ways to get to our ultimate path. And there's not just one path. There's not just one road there. Right. There's not just one way to get there. We live in this cosmic, mystical, infinite universe. There's many infinite doors to even just get to one place or to meet one person. There's infinite pathways to meet one person, right? Yeah. There's not just one. And so sometimes people get caught up in that idea that there's just one soulmate even. Right. Right. Or there's one place that I'm meant to live and where am I going to live in 20 years? Asking other intuitives to tell you where it's going to be. I got caught up in that yeah. way too much in the past. This is why I teach intuition now and self-trust. I, because life is not predictable because you're creating it, especially right now with how much we're shifting and changing right. every day. You know, you remove a belief system from your field, right. you're available for something so much greater than you were yesterday if right. you remove that in the morning, right? Ooh, yeah. Like now your field is free of that belief so now you can experience something else in that area, right? right. Uh, so life is so malleable and that's right. why we don't wanna get caught up and trying too much to peek into the future but also letting yourself play in creation of what's possible, just like I I had mentioned before. I never knew. I didn't think that I'd be routed to Nashville, a home in Manhattan Beach. My next home was being envisioned, but it wasn't time for me to know. So I also know that we're on a soul journey. We're being guided, right? And so I'm going to have a beautiful, amazing home, like on my vision board, but it might be in a different location. I wasn't expecting that. So it's also trusting that we are being guided on this journey to something even greater than. Sometimes, then we are planning for ourselves. Totally. And yeah.
0: I, I'm at the point where I've stopped freaking planning. I'm like, I don't, I'm not going to plan this anymore. And I, <laughs> my prayer, uh, I mean, there's some plans, don't get me wrong, there's some plans. And I have a family, right? So there are some plans, there's some things that yeah. have to be planned. Right. But when it comes to everything that I'm personally working on, I'm like, I am done saying what it is that, that this is going to be or it has to be. Nope. I have a vision of what it is, but palms open, everything else is well, I don't care how we get there. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be epic. <laughs> and it, and and it's gonna happen by this time. And that's just what it's gonna be. Universe do your work. Like I don't whatever. Impress me. Like.
1: Yeah. And that's I love that. Impress me. Wow. Show me how magical you are. Show it's me with the universe a little. Show me your but, mysticism. But I think it's a blend of the feminine and the masculine, right? Like yeah. the masculine can hold the structure, which right. is let me hold this dream big doesn't mean don't dream and don't ask for things to manifest. No, we do that. We have plenty of fun with that. But we also understand if that doesn't exactly pan out, then you're getting something better. Yes. Or moved in another direction. This or even better. Like we're not settling for less. Right. We're not available for anything less. (laughs) Uh, But we're getting guided. (laughs) Yeah. We're getting guided along the way. That's where I got it wrong.
0: I had it wrong. Like I would fail, air quotes, quote unquote, fail, and then I'm like, oh, God, oh, God, it's all wrong. Everything's wrong. And then I was, God, I just would lose it. But now when things aren't exactly right, I'm like, oh, okay, I just needed to, like, readjust my vision. It needed to be different. It should have been bigger. I didn't dream big enough. Or, oh, that clearly wouldn't serve me. Something else is supposed to be great. So, like, if not this, something better. Great. Let's live that way.
1: Yeah. Right? Because it ends up being so much greater than what you could imagine. But you might start getting visions for things. Like when I started serving the type of private clients that I do now, I started getting visions of that like a while before that started happening. I knew and that was a desire in my heart to be able to serve people that have a massive impact. That was planted in my heart, I believe, by source by God, by my higher self planted in my heart. I knew it, I knew it. So it was my job to become the woman in that vision. And that's where co-creation happens. I needed to work on becoming that version of me that could hold that much success and hold that and and support that kind of person and believe that I'm worthy enough, ready, equipped to do that. So I had to work on rewiring myself for that, but it came from a vision initially. And I knew, I knew that I was meant for that. There's no question. I didn't need to ask anyone's opinion. There it was, right? So it's also trusting the things that we're we're seeing, that we're getting, and I meditate a lot. So I would start seeing things in my meditation or it would appear after a meditation. I would just, I pray and ask a lot for support. So things just start to show up and this is available to everyone.
0: Yeah, I love that you you use the word becoming because I was about to steer you there. So you already took us there, (laughs) which is amazing. (laughs) I love that this is the work you do. You yourself, I, I guess I could use the verb form became, but you work on people to help them become. Do people come to you and say, I have this vision for my life? And then is it you who helps them become?
1: You know, it's a little bit of both because sometimes people come to me and they haven't given themselves permission to want what they want, Yeah, right? Like some of my clients, for example, I'm thinking one specifically that's going through a divorce. I'm like, yes, we're gonna call in her soulmate. Like we're gonna do that together and give her permission to understand that that happened for her so that she could be with, you know, however it went down and it might've been messy. There's soul lessons to learn from that experience. And there's becoming so that she could get prepared for who her soul was guiding her to. And everyone's story is different. Everyone's timeline is different. Everyone's path is different. But for her uniquely, I'm like, yeah. And then then in her becoming her best self, right? It impacts her business, her career. The things that she the project she's involved with. When you with. heal and you
0: improve, everything around you improves. Yes. Everything is better, everything is healthier.
1: Yeah. And then you step into your purpose because mm-hmm. all of a sudden you're glowing in a new light and, and you want to help more people in whatever way. And everything starts to improve and get higher vibrationally. Yeah. So that's what we're here for is being able to know that too, the challenges, because people come to me, they're they're either they want something or they're going through a challenge. Yeah. And it's for a reason. It's a divine appointment. I always call that in. I'm like, who can I serve? Who would I be help? Yeah. Who would I be a divine appointment for and whose life could I literally change? Like tap with my magic wand and and help them to come alive. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Let's talk through the actual like charting of the course. Like you help them say, I you know, I hear you saying this, I hear you uh, creating this vision, I hear you seeing this life for yourself. How do you support people on the path from where they are to that transformation that they're trying to get to? How do you yeah. do that?
1: Yeah, that's a good question. It's a little different for every person yeah. just because I work intuitively. So I have a bunch of tools and, pro- and exercises and things that I do, but it's a little different for every client, mm-hmm. you know, because if one client comes to me and they're leaning really in their masculine Then we We work work. on getting into the feminine. Yes. And if they're extremely feminine, then we need to, like, get some structure and, like, get a fire lit under their booties, too. Right. Um, But there are things that I do to help my clients, again, to rewire. And one of those first steps is one of the things that we first do in any of my groups, too, because I train spiritual coaches. Also, I have a certification and I work with female entrepreneurs as well through my mastermind. Uh, So people at every different level I'm helping them with it's kind of the same thing just at every different level the first step in creating some sort of really big shift in your life and feeling better and becoming someone new is breaking out of your own habits patterns and routines which is harder than you think it is it is but I want to give you a tip to make it easier. Okay. And we have fun. So I do this with every client in our first session, whether or not they like it. And they get excited. (laughs) Everyone gets excited. I'm like, okay, we're going to break your mold this week. We're going to do things so different. So I want you to wear something that you normally wouldn't wear at least once, at least once. And you start to feel different. Yeah. You do. When you just change it. You you know how I changed my shoes before here? I'm like, I can't wear those shoes today. Um, Right. So it's like, change not the energy I need to show up as. I do that too, actually, by the way, before interviews.
0: I'm like, this is not the person who needs to show up today. Yeah. There's someone else who needs to show up.
1: Yes, and it works. <laughs> it does work. Yeah, it's like embodying a different version of you. Totally. Yeah, but I have them actually make little tiny micro shifts in their – routines as well, because it, sim- it simplifies this change. And then yeah. if you're making those small changes in your actual physical world, it's easier for you to make bigger changes. So for example, go to a different coffee shop tomorrow or a different grocery store, take a new way to work, like let's shake things up. Mm-hmm. And I have them do one physical change. So like physical something to their physical appearance. Like what? Um, like some of my clients, for example, be like, I want to wear red lipstick this week. Okay. and. Right, Or I want to change my hair yeah. or I want to do something on my nails I normally don't do. Yeah. Or I'm going to bust out those shoes I haven't worn in a while that I'm like saving for a rainy day and I'm going to wear them at home tomorrow when I'm working. Or something small. Um, um, but it's
0: symbolic it's to symbolic. yourself. Like That's I'm what taking it is.
1: charge and I can make change. That's important. Yep. And it feels so good. It's so simple, but it, it's, it helps all the deep inner work that we're doing. Right. And it makes it fun and playful. Because the thing is, change doesn't have to be always...
0: Sailing through a shitstorm, like we were talking
1: about, like we can be lighter about it too, and we can even have a little bit more fun and take things a little less serious when we're doing that, so that it's not so heavy all the time, right? So I say play in possibility. Let's play and have fun. Have fun this week, and that creates a lot of shakeups in itself. Yeah, you know, from just feeling stuck and stagnant to I'm going to start making these little micro shifts. So shift in their in their mindset too. Um, So I have them disrupting thought patterns Mm. like all week long right? Yeah. So we're already starting to rewire the way we've been thinking. And the thing is, we get, our brain is hardwired to think some of the same thoughts over and over of and course. over and over again. these are neural pathways. Yes. Neural pathways. So we have to shift the path, right? We have to shift our neural pathways in order to start rewiring a new version of ourselves. So they'll pick a word as a disruption word. And anytime they notice themselves, getting, like what? Give me an could example. could be anything. It could be any word you want. It could be your favorite color. It could be a funny word that makes you laugh. It could be bananas. uh, Yeah. It could be bananas. And then you're going to laugh every time you say bananas, (sighs) right? Like, so if you have that same thought of, oh, what if this doesn't work out? And you're like, (laughs) bananas, (laughs) right? You're going to disrupt it. Like do something (laughs) crazy to to disrupt that pattern so that you catch yourself. So you start to open yourself up to something different, a different way of thinking. And I know it sounds crazy but we're doing deep work here with this. Oh, this is so, the this is
0: laying the foundation for some pretty deep stuff. Like, yeah, you are unrooting yourself. Yes, I have been on a healing journey and I'm like this is that is the beginning. That is step 1. You that is step 1. You're
1: breaking the barriers <laughs> and right you're cracking, you're smashing an old ceiling. Right. of limitation that you've been in and you're starting to rewire a new version of you. Anything that you don't like that you've been experiencing in your business, friendships, relationship, life, we can shift that. And yes. It has to, again, start from yes. within us. We have to lead ourselves. Everything can be changed. To, everything can be changed. And, you know, going back to meditation, one of my clients, I had a client early this morning before I came here, and she's like, wow, I noticed a huge difference when I do the morning practice you give me or when I don't. Mm. And... And so she's like, I need to hold myself even more accountable every day to be doing this daily because everything changes in her busy day that she has a really successful design business. And so she has to be turned on going to these meetings, has kids, has a husband, all these things. And... If she doesn't take the 10, 15 minutes for herself in the morning, she says she notices a huge, huge, huge difference if she doesn't I feel, meditate. I feel it. I feel it. It's yeah. the
0: weirdest thing. I have a problem. I have an uh, unhealthy relationship with time that I am healing. Yeah. And one of the things that I learned through my meditation practice is that when I meditate, it makes me an arrow. It makes me a laser. And I laser so, Lauren. God, I am so <laughs> laser focused because of meditation. Conversely… On the days when I don't, I try. I sit down and I try to work. My mind is everywhere. I yes. can't get anything done. Nothing gets done. And it's this, even for people who are doing it all the time, sometimes we forget <laughs> and we have to go, oh, yeah, dumb. Step away. You know right. this. Step away. Yeah. Meditate. Come back to it.
1: It's a good way to disrupt the thought patterns in the old self, right? It's a good way to just... Dis- take a pause two in the morning and align to your highest self for the day, which will then put you on the highest path. Right. You know, and, and sometimes too with the world, the way the world is and all the heaviness, it's a time to disconnect from the outside world, from stuff that we hear in the media stuff that we hear and just everywhere we go. Right. Mm -hmm. And other people's stuff that they're going through, especially right now, as we mentioned, it's stuff's coming up for people. Yeah. Emotions.
0: Everyone. And yeah. a lot of people aren't talking about it, so I feel like it is our role to talk about it's it. It's our role
1: to talk about it, right? Yeah. So taking that time for yourself is absolutely everything. We, we've got to learn how to master ourselves. And that doesn't mean, again, not feeling our emotions. We do that. Maybe one meditation one morning, you need to just take care of yourself emotionally and have a good cry. And yeah. that's your morning practice. Tears
0: are a release of cortisol. They are a release. Tears are truth. Don't stop your tears. Ooh, let tears, the tears are truth. They yes. are. Let them come out. Let them go, and it will pass. It does. I I think every human emotion is done within 120 seconds, somewhere between 60 and 120. Yeah. So if you'll just allow it, just allow
1: it. And let it pass, too. Let it pass. Give yourself permission to let it move through. Mm -hmm. Don't hang on to it. Yeah, and know that it's it's cracking you open. Doesn't
0: this feel very healing? It feels yes. very healing for me. Like what a wonderful conversation. We're not done. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just pausing and reflecting for a moment. Yes. Something you said earlier that I want to go back to. You said, you know, you see this other person. You see this person that you want to become, and you mentioned aligning yourself to to the things that that other person would be doing, would be saying, how that person would be showing up. Explain how that brings future closer by embodying this future person of yourself in present tense.
1: Yeah, Uh, well, when we believe new things about ourselves, think about it this way, going back to that, like we are this ball of energy and light, the belief that you have about yourself is creating your experience, right? So if you start to shift and believe new things about yourself, then you'll be much more easily able to manifest the things that you want because you believe that it's possible for you. And so, how does that happen? It's a multi-layered process because there's some healing sometimes yeah, that has lots. to happen.
0: Sometimes lots of healing. A
1: lot of healing, and then there's also the mind, the mindset piece, and the mind rewiring. One practice that I love to do in the mornings and give my clients is a morning routine. Is we'll take time to sit down and just write out how it would feel to be living in that experience. yeah, And, and who are you in that vision? Mm-hmm. In that future vision of yes. yourself. What do you believe about yourself? What beliefs need to be in place if you wanna have that multi-million dollar platform? Then what would you need to believe about yourself? How much would you need to believe in your work or your talents or your gifts? How would you need to start viewing yourself? How would you need to start, you would need to start viewing yourself that as- That you're enough? Yeah, is the top paid keynote speaker around, right? You need to start viewing yourself as powerful. And Mm -hmm. one thing that I like to include in with this is that we're co-creating because I do believe in a higher power. I believe I ask source to make me powerful. I'm not doing this by myself. It's not just for my ego. It's make me powerful. Make me the best of the best mm. in my industry. Yeah. So that I can get you know? more
0: people, right? Yeah. So help me to be do.
1: the absolute best. Like I believe the uni- I believe in the universe. I believe in source. I believe in my angel. In- I believe that I'm co creating this. So one, use me to be the best and help me to believe in myself. I pray a lot and ask for support a lot. And also I'll do my part, right? So then I gotta sit down and one of my favorite tools for this too, it's really, it's kind of like a inside out way of manifesting is how would I need others to start viewing me? Mm. And I start visualizing that. That helps.
0: That helps. Start visualizing. Like third person almost. Third
1: person. Yeah. So what you could do is write down, okay, like Amanda views me as this Yeah. Holy shit, amazing interviewer. And like start visualizing <laughs> even people, other people yeah. being like, wow, Lauren is so amazing at this. And like, cause how would people be viewing you in that reality? Yeah. They, they would be, be like, right. wow. Like, yeah, how it would do you be want wow? To I think feel? wow is the word. Wow. They would say I had a breakthrough sitting in in mm. your in the audience listening to you speak, right? You healed something. just something you said healed me. Start mm. visualizing that. Yeah. start visualizing big checks coming to you. Start visualizing people being like, I just want to pay you a million dollars. Thanks for, for one this session,
0: girl. Right? I really appreciate <laughs> this session. Oh, we are recording.
1: <laughs> oh, yes. but and having fun, I like to pl- again, play in possibility. yeah, like there's room for everyone at the table. There's room for everyone to be the best. We're all unique. There's room for all of us to be wealthy mm-hmm. and hot and on <laughs> fire and, and believing in ourselves and, and in our best relationships and in our best lives. There's yeah. room for all of that. And so have fun in the mornings playing in that. Like literally write down, imagine how people are viewing you and how would you need to start viewing yourself again? And so sometimes there's actions that we have to take with that. Maybe you don't feel confident because there's something you're being guided to do to strengthen that confidence. Right. something Get out. That has to
0: happen first.
1: Right, like if, if Lauren wanted to be a, a badass news anchor, first she had a, you went to school, right? I had to go to school, I had to put a, pay my dues. Right, like when I first <laughs> stepped on a stage, I had visions of speaking on stage, and when I first had those visions, I said, you got the wrong person. Because I was, I was terrified of public speaking. <laughs> Absolutely like terrified, terrified. I thought I had it worse than anyone else in the world. Like that's how, that's how bad my fear was of being seen. So I had to work on that. Right. But I would have never known how much I actually love this stage now. Doesn't mean I don't get like a little nervous if it's a huge, huge crowd, but I go on there and it feels like home now, but I would have never known that had I not stepped on that stage, knee shaking the first Mm. time, right. To step through my own fear with that. Right. So the process of becoming is right. It's, all the stuff we're talking about, and then that last step is you got to just show up for it and step mm. through the fear and face it Yeah, because it, it, it loses its power when you start facing it, right? And that is also a por- important part of the co-creation process is showing up for it, actually taking action and yeah. doing the damn thing. I find that people sometimes
0: have fear for the – well, not sometimes. It's the fear of what if I, or paralyzed by the choices. Yeah. If I make this choice – um, if I make this choice, then this doesn't happen. Or if I make this choice and this is not I, I kind of see it like, if you know the destination you, and you just focus on the that destination, like that place where you're going, the journey can be the journey, yeah. no matter what choices you make, you can get there however you need to get there.
1: Right. And there's no failure, yeah. right? There's no, there's no failure unless you give up and walk away.
0: Right. Right. You dictate
1: that, right? Failure no doesn't mean. That. Yeah. What if failure is just a step on the path to success? Like it's not a be all end all. It's not at the end. Right. It's a, just a step. Let's even redefine that word because we're getting prepared. Yeah. For the things you know. I love that. I was so yeah. afraid
0: of failure for so long. Oh my God. Paralyzed. I would only participate in things that I knew I would win. Or that I would knew I knew I would, would be good at. I remember just a few years ago, someone said to me, "Lauren, you're so good at everything." And I laugh. It's like, uh, you only see me do the things that I'm good at. I don't try anything that's outside of what I know I can do perfectly. And that was, I was hamstrung by fear of failure at the things that I knew I wouldn't do well. Yeah. Or not knew I wouldn't do. Just concerned, afraid. That I wouldn't. Afraid. I was afraid. I was beginning. afraid of sucking. Yeah. Yes, I was afraid of sucking yeah, but th- I think that I think that hamstrung hamstrungs, hamstrings <laughs> that, that keeps a lot of people from even trying and that mm-hmm. this is I think another time this is part of the same conversation of like you're in the middle of it and you don't know which way is up and down. You've got some choices to make and they do include stepping no. out. They do include doing something that's scary
1: that you know you're being guided to do, right is the thing. You and, always know.
0: and when you're guided yeah. in that way, you will not be dropped you
1: will always be held, mm-hmm. that's,
0: that's my life wisdom right there.
1: Yes, I mean, this brings me back to my story about the five cents in my bank account. It looked like I was being dropped. Mm-hmm. Not even in that moment did I waver one second. It wasn't a thought to turn around and get another job. I never even had that thought. I'm like, that's just not even an option. Yeah, it's just not. It, that's, it didn't pass my awareness. It was a wow. non, no, yeah. no. Well, so like if I'm listening,
0: I think a listener would say, well, how? How could you not even question? Like, were you, did you have just such dogged belief or where did that come from?
1: Stubborn as hell. <laughs> I'm not going back to corporate. I said that when I left. I'm like, uh-uh, uh, nope. I'm going to stand here unwavering, and I'm going to follow my guidance, which I did, and then show up, which I did, show up and take action, right? Get aligned, do, like, practice what I preach. Yeah. And I knew it was my time to master what I teach. I don't want to just, I could sit here and I could, Tell a bunch of things to you that I've read before and regurgitate somebody else's work. That's not how we help people change. That's not how I help people change. I have to live it. Yeah, right. Otherwise, I have to embody it. And it's not been easy. It's been, it's been, uh, it's, it's, well, I will say it's harder to not change, I think, but it's like the pain
0: pain of staying in the present becomes more painful than the pain of changing. Like the changing is almost easier than the pain of staying. Mm -hmm. I think so,
1: for sure. I think so, for sure. I feel like I've just been wired to, because I know it's part of my purpose too, but I've been wired to just, I'm not, like there's no settling. Mm -hmm. There is no settling. I love how you say that to people
0: too. Like we're not settling for this We're not
1: settling. No, (laughs) we are not compromising. We're not settling. Because sometimes people people will come to me and they're like, well, I just want to make, like if they're in my certification or something or one of my courses, I just want to make what I made in my job. I'm like, no, No. we're not doing that. What do you (laughs) actually want? Because the universe is responding to you. Do you want to just play small and just do that? That's great. But like, what else is possible? Let's think bigger than maybe you would think for yourself. You
0: might be the first person that gives people permission, I feel like. like. No one has those conversations out loud, they have it inside, and so you're making them say it. And there's so much power when we verbally say something out loud.
1: Yeah, I mean, I've had people come to me and they, even though, uh, yeah, I've done some business coaching too for people, but even those who are crushing it, there's always greater levels in what they can achieve. And so they'll come to me with a goal and I'm like, that just just doesn't feel right. I feel like we need to go bigger, Yeah. right? And then they end up achieving the thing that they didn't even think was possible, and some people from the outside worlds would already think that, oh, they've reached this level of success. Yeah, they're done, they're fine. Right, it's like, no, there's always greater. There's different right. ways we can serve in bigger ways. And and so, you know for example, one of my clients uh, who I support has a really successful um, brick and mortar business. And so she was setting new goals for herself. And she's like, well, I'd like to have this goal. And I'm like, no, we're gonna have this goal per month. And she's like, what? And so what we did is we took time to feel into that, the first step is choosing it. So, you know, if she wanted to have a million dollar month. I would say, let's choose that first. Let's sit with that first. Let's ask, well, how could that be possible? And the first thing that came into her into her mind was we need to do this X, Y and Z thing with our website to get that up and running in a different way. Yeah, right. And get this in order and get that in order. But she wouldn't have had that guidance come in if she had not first chosen that. Right. Right. And so
0: and then found silence because you have to listen. Uh huh. And you can't be spoken to if you're not listening.
1: Right. And then start to get the pieces moving. So, right, start to take action Action. on it. So the first step is to dream really big, to let yourself dream big. And if you have any trouble dreaming really big, then come back to this podcast episode. Yeah, (laughs) over and over. (laughs) Hey, I'm fine with that. Bookmark it. Come back to it. Bookmark this podcast. Because sometimes,
0: like, you just need the pep talk.
1: Yeah, you need someone to tell you that you're not crazy. You're not crazy. You can because, do this. Because a lot of people don't think like this. Right. So sometimes Most don't my friends will call me when they're like in a rut. And they'll be like, hey, can you just talk me out of this? Can you just, I need your magic. And are I'm you like, like sure. don't be crazy. Yeah, I have friends coming to me and they're like, well, should I take this job? And I'm like, oh, do you like it? And they're like, no. And I'm like, I know I could feel that. I don't think you want this. So we're not settling. And
0: they're like, okay. That's my favorite right. line. We're not settling. No, we're not we're settling.
1: Not. We're not settling unless it's a full body fuck yes. <laughs> and if it's not a yes, it's a hard pass. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yes. And it doesn't mean we're too picky. It's just a feeling no, inside. It's a feeling and we it's have a to trust feeling it. Feeling inside.
0: But we're so yeah. disembodied. We're so like, God, we've been taken away from our how we feel and what we feel and knowing how to trust and when to trust. And of course we don't know which way is left or right or up or down, because we've totally stopped Letting our bodies tell us. We know the
1: answers. We know all the answers. But we're afraid. We're so afraid. We're afraid we're not going to be supported. Mm -hmm. Right? We're afraid that the shoe's going to drop. But that was the old self. That's old. That was the old. That's That's moldy, chunky milk in the fridge. We need to toss that out. Right? And believe something new. Right? Because before you didn't have these awarenesses. Before you weren't creating your reality. You were falling victim to what was. Yeah. You know, you were just letting life, like, Whip you around. But no. now we have the magic wand in our hand, right? Yeah. So
0: I found a few months ago the question I had to start asking myself Gosh, when was this? I feel like all of my growth is time stamped. I, like, <laughs> it was sometime in the last year. I had to start telling myself, What if that happened? Like this crazy big dream, this amazing thing, which wasn't even big and crazy. Like, what if that thing, what if it, oh, I, I just remembered what it was. I was in contract renegotiations at the TV station. And I have so much trauma around contracts. They're just not okay. They're not okay. Um, people treating you like 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 you're crap. Like you don't you don't belong. Right? It's all the negative, all the yeah. negative stuff. And so I have a lot of stuff around that. And I had to start telling myself, what if? What they're saying is true. What if they're going to pay you this amount of money? What if they value you? What if?
1: Yeah. What if it
0: what if Open, it could be great? It's powerful. Yeah. And you know what? The shift that it caused for me was beyond huge. And the word that always that kept coming up for those weeks while I was in that process was healing. Because I chose to say well What if it works out? What if it what yes. if it's okay? Yes. It brought healing to me and not yes. just me, it healed other people too. Because mm-hmm. then others were like, Hey, I heard you had a nice contract negotiation. Because everybody's got this shared trauma around contracts and TV stations. I'll, I'll, I'll honor your talent, too. And so I was able to say, hey, what if they're telling you the truth? What if they treat you with kindness and respect? What if? What would happen? And can you imagine a contract that looks like that? Can you imagine a world where you're actually respected? And then every single time, this, this has happened multiple times, they have come back, you're right. They were so kind. <laughs> and it worked out. And I got what I want. I'm like, Imagine that because you opened up you, your energy you around opened it up yes. to the possibility yes. that you could be treated with respect, that you deserve respect, that you deserve love, that you're worthy.
1: Mm-hmm. So often, it's like we're focused on the worst case scenario. Oh my god! And it's totally. a question I actually give my clients sometimes: is well, what if it actually goes better than you could have imagined? Then what? Oh, like, and then we're like paralyzed. Oh. Like play with that. <laughs> and and we so we don't even understand how often we go into the worst case scenario to try to our, our brains are actually wired to keep us safe totally to protect us yeah, stay so alive. it's going to say oh it's not safe because this could happen if you step out there right right so i love that that's a really powerful question to ask
0: that's a real world yeah. that's a real world application of like some big heady stuff we're talking yeah. about but that's where you begin to implement it
1: yeah and yeah. even too, if you don't want to show up for your meditation, what if this is the best meditation of your life and everything changes?
0: What if you get would a vision? that make you
1: show up? Yeah,
0: like people, I've gotten so many visions lately in my meditations, and and I haven't even known what they meant until later. Like time yeah. passes. Yeah, one of them recently was like two weeks later. i was like, oh, I just realized what this means. I just, I just realized it. Okay, okay, okay. I'm moving on. I got it. I got it. But yeah, to your point, like this, yeah. those things can happen. We have to be willing to open ourselves up to the possibility that there's something better, that there's something else that's meant for us. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the shakeup that's happening. That's what I feel. Yes. It I is. feel it so strongly.
1: And don't compromise. Don't compromise. Because we are not settling. I, we are not settling. <laughs> because the thing you want is right around the corner on the yeah. other side of you settling. Mm-hmm. But so many people do, they stay stuck in situations that are soul sucking for them when all along it's their inner voice making them uncomfortable on purpose. Mm-hmm. So they would move into their soul's purpose yeah. and follow what lights them up and choose what's best for them. It feels draining because it's not for you, perhaps, or you're being guided in another direction. And when I started get, getting drained in my corporate job, I started feeling frustrated with every single email that came in and it did not bring out the best in me at a certain point, it was because I was being guided to follow my soul's path, to follow what I was passionate about, to pursue that. That's when I started my blog, you know, And, and that frustration led me to that too. That was another piece of the puzzle. And then people started asking how they could work with me. And that's how I started coaching in the beginning. Really? Oh, I love that. Yeah. People just started asking. They're like, how do I work with you? And I knew I asked for a sign. Universe, show me. I had one of my uh, college friends reach out to me and say, hey, I've been reading your blog for a while. Would you be my coach? I was in my pencil skirt walking to the elevator. I'll never forget this. Oh, because it was
0: such an important moment, wasn't it?
1: Yes. I was in my pencil skirt walking to the elevator and I'm like, no. Like, I had prayed for a sign earlier that week, and then yeah. she reached out. And I'm like, okay, let's do this. Let's go. You know, for me, it's kind of become a game. Did
0: it become a game for you? And here's what I mean, like trusting and allowing. Yeah. When did it become a game, and how do you play it?
1: <laughs> uh, sometimes it's a scary game, like trusting and allowing, right? Of course. Uh, but, yeah, the universe is always inundating us with signs. I believe that. And ask. Ask to be shown ask that it's clear what your next steps are and especially because so many of us need to wake up and get on our our path path, right they're they're going to come in and and it is kind of scary to take those leaps into a new direction and to do something again uncomfortable like we talked about Uh, but that is ultimately where we're being guided and led into our best life we're asking for that and then the signs show up we have to say yes and jump in Oh, jump on that magic carpet ride. That you say it. You yeah. have to say yes. That you is so to, true. You do. Because
0: it comes, I feel like life continues. It continues to be there as an option for you. It's always an option. The right path, the path that
1: you're meant for is mm-hmm. always an option. Yeah. All you have to do is say yes. Trust even if it's crazy. I remember yeah. like some of the investments I made in my business in the beginning even and people I've hired, my own mentors, like it was, I've taken a lot of risks to get to where I am in all different facets of life. Even when I first hired my team, first team members on, right? Mm-hmm. Like how do we ever know if something's going to work out? And again, it's going back to trusting what you know, you're being guided to to do, even if it's crazy. Yeah. You know? I love that. Um I
0: want to talk I want to put words to the divine feminine because a lot of the things that we're talking about are divinely feminine qualities, yeah. which for those of us who were children of the 80s, my mom, god she she we <laughs> We call her the alpha female. She, uh, gosh, she is. she's pushed us and pushed us and pushed us. And I say us being me, my brother, and sister. And pushed us to succeed. Pushed us to achieve. Pushed us to influence. Um, and it's hustle. It's pushed us in hustle. And I know a lot of 80s kids. I mean, that was like the thing. I'm an
1: 80s kid too, yeah. That's the
0: thing, right? That was mm-hmm. the thing. Like everybody, so there's all of us millennials who are like showing up suddenly and we're like, what is this? I'm not happy, I'm not fulfilled. I achieved all of these things, which is again, like all the masculine. We've achieved all the masculine. I have all these awards in my hands, now what? Now what? I'm not happy, now what? And I feel like there's this, I'm not gonna call it a resurgence, but I guess it is because everything is cyclical. There is a resurgence now of the feminine um, and I see it everywhere. I don't know if that's because of the women I choose to surround myself with, Probably.
1: Yeah. Yeah, you're like, it is. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> no, it is. But I feel it is. I feel it, like, is. I feel
0: it like is. The message mm-hmm. of that is everywhere. And this goes back to what we were talking about at the very beginning. There's too much hustle. Everybody's burnout. We're all done. And it's because this is a, a way that doesn't serve us anymore. Mm-hmm. Right? So let's talk through the divine feminine and what those things are and what they represent in our lives and what they could represent if we chose that path.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Well, I think a lot of this conversation too does pull back to that mm-hmm. because it's intuition and it's tuning in, it's listening to ourselves, it's showing up for ourselves emotionally. It's, it's following our inner guidance instead of what logic says to do, right? Following the knowing inside of ourselves, but we can only follow our inner knowing when we're taking time to listen and to trust ourselves right? and to go within and to receive to also too, it's like, I love the feminine energy. I teach, I teach that a lot, and how to turn that on, even to you, because I was again climbing the oh, ladder for. We so should long. do another
0: episode about that, like turning on the feminine. How do we turn that on?
1: Oh yeah, we could definitely okay, turn we'll that, that on. Yes, we can turn it on, um, but it's it's. It's being willing to be supported by the universe and strengthen that. So that's a lot of root chakra stuff too. Mm, uh, but mm-hmm. but trusting that you're going to be supported. And sometimes there's healing around the masculine that needs to happen for you to be able to trust your feminine and to trust that the universe is going to show up and support you. Support can be through money. Support can be through help. Support can be through time even. If you yeah. say you don't have time, right? Yeah. Support, like the universe, you're co-creating with the universe. So your job is to allow the support, allow the help allow that. And I feel like for a lot of us millennial women, we have been taught these independent woman thing, which has served us in some ways because we also needed that to be badasses. Look right. at what we've created. Totally. We're, we're not going to say that that's bad. Yeah.
0: And this is where you're, we're not going to settle. So no, we're not going to settle.
1: Right. Yes. But I remember this clear vision when I first moved to Tampa from Michigan, from Michigan originally, when I first moved to Tampa, I moved into a new, a new apartment and instead of waiting for a family member to come help carry furniture in, because I had family in, in, in Florida like an hour away, they could have helped me put my furniture together. Nope, I went to Ikea, I struggled to load it, all the furniture, and then I came home and I carried it in piece by piece and put it all together myself. And I remember thinking like, yeah, I can do anything. I don't need a man. And, and that, that can be helpful and that can be harmful Yeah. because we do need each other and it's okay to receive support. It's okay to receive help. It's great to be independent and also also you can receive support. Right, it doesn't make you weak. It doesn't make you weak. And right And I feel like there's this healing that's happening between the feminine and the masculine and that's really needed too. Um, so the masculine has their own healing and right. stepping up in into their own divine masculine and we can allow that receiving a bit more. And again, like it's not just through the masculine. it's think about God, the universe. that's the ultimate masculine support. And so if we're not trusting that, how the how hell are we going to step forward and be supported in the things that we're putting out into the world? And so how do we turn on receiving more support? By allowing ourselves to receive more in our lives and not saying no, right? right? And this gets very simple. It starts very simple. There's times I used to go to a coffee shop and a friend would be like, hey, let me buy you your coffee. And I'm like, no, oh, yeah. I wanted to buy it for you. And then I end up buying it. But they offered, yeah. right? <laughs> right? And so- I had right. to learn how to receive. Yeah. yeah. And and we all kind of And not feel indebted. And Just not receive. feel indebted. Now I have to return something back right. immediately. That can be uncomfortable to us sometimes as women who are givers right. and generous and all of that too. And like, no, we get to also receive. Yeah. We need to receive. Otherwise we're gonna get depleted. Our life force is gonna be- get depleted. Our feminine energy gets depleted. And that, that's what makes us magnetic and powerful mm. too, is our ability to receive and know that we are worthy of receiving just because we're alive and breathing, not because yeah. we've struggled, not because we've proven ourselves just because. Then or actually we could do a quick little visualization. Do you right, want to do that? Do yeah. Let's, yeah, let's, let's do that. Start like, it. Start it. That would be really great. So yeah, for anyone who's listening, if you're in your car, please obviously do not close your eyes. You can imagine this as I do open eyed visualizations all yeah. the time, like walking meditations, but totally. if you are in a space where you can close your eyes, that would be wonderful. And you can just take a moment, close your eyes, take a deep breath in and exhale out through the mouth. <sighs> Side it out, drop your shoulders, relax your forehead and come into the moment what if today and what if right now a new version of you is waking up inside of you and i'm seeing this beautiful door to your future opening and in order to step through that door there's certain things that we all have to leave behind before we step in there so i want you to imagine this moment that this current version of you who's listening to this podcast right now that their mission is complete in your life we're just going to take a moment to thank this version of you for everything they've done to get you to this very moment. The ups, the downs, the quote-unquote failures, every time you stood up and you kept going, we're going to thank this version of you for all they've done and understanding that they know that it's time for them to go. so as you hug this version of you goodbye, you take their wisdom, we're not abandoning them, they're still going to be with you, but they are no longer running the show. And as you take your next breath, I wonder who is waking up inside of you right now. Who's the version of you that you're being called to become in your business, career, life, relationships? who you are in the world and who you really want to be and know you're being called to be. This is a moment that you're acknowledging and letting go of this past version of you. And we're going to trust that your higher self is leading you into your best life, your most abundant life, your highest life, your juiciest, most fulfilling, abundant, overflowing life. And we need to imagine this higher version of you coming online inside your body so as you take a breath in breathe them in and feel them being activated in your mind in your heart in every cell of your body is waking up to this higher version of you What would it feel like to trust yourself what would it feel like to listen and honor your intuition what would it feel like to claim everything that you know is in your heart and trust that the universe is going to support you who would you become taking a breath in and embracing this version of you and trusting and committing in this moment and saying yes Yes to your highest path, your highest purpose, and your best life. And deciding that in this moment, that is exactly what is happening. And that it is safe for you to trust where you are being led. It is safe for you to be in a committed relationship with your higher self and God's source and your intuition. And it's safe for you to move forward now. Taking a moment to just embrace this version of you and let them lead you. And just notice, notice where you feel guided to go. Notice what starts to come into your life. Who starts to come into your life. Books that start to fall off the shelf. Teachers that come into your life. Notice where you get guided. Notice where you get pulled. And know that support is 100% absolutely, without a doubt, going to show up for you. And in this moment, you're about to step into a whole new chapter in your life. And so get excited. Feel like this sense of celebration of what's to come. Take a last breath in, exhaling out slowly and seeing yourself aligning and attuning to this you, this you that you know you're meant to be, confident, trusting, open, supported, powerful, and enough and let that fill you up from within. Let that pull you higher. And one last inhale, and exhale, and so it is. Now we get to walk forward as this version of ourselves and make choices from this place. Now you're going to be guided into this next level version of you. You're going to be guided. And in those moments where it's challenging, sit down with your higher self and just say, I trust you. Leap in, jump in to the river of magic, even more with your higher self and trust, trust the universe. I love it. And, and even in those moments, right, where it's tough, because you will have them We're human. Yep. As long as you keep moving forward. It will all work out better than imaginable.
0: The story of how Amanda and I met is actually pretty amazing and I realized that I kept kicking the can down the road in this episode and never got to it. She and I both happened to be sitting on a random row at a women's conference here in Nashville. There were actually a couple of empty seats between us. Uh, This was a month and a half ago, really, really recently. And there was a one-minute breakout where you're supposed to meet the person next to you. And for both of us, instantly it was like, okay, we're going to be friends. (laughs) So remember, she literally... Just moved to Nashville from California in February, so I took her to a hike on my favorite trail, and I told her she had to be on my podcast. (laughs) So literally, that's it. The rest is history, and she and I are BFF now. But do you see what I mean now about this being such a powerful episode? I was thinking about this and talking about this for days after I recorded. And then even when I went back editing and um, you know picking social media sound bites and stuff for this episode, I was like, golly, this is powerful. So I was just so happy that I was going to be able to share something with you guys. that was so power packed. Now remember, there is this bonus visualization. It's episode 55. I want you to come back to it over and over again bookmark it put it on a playlist and then it'll be ready for you Uh, just like what Amanda was saying you know do it before a meeting do it before a phone call do it you know like as your morning meditation it is powerful to remind yourself what you know is in your heart and what's coming down the pike for you after all it's about visualizing your highest path it's something you already desire you already know is there and it's broken out for you again episode 55 Now, as you go through this week, I encourage you, shine your light, lead with your heart, and live life purposefully. I'm Lauren Lowry, and this is Amstigator.